When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just did the old pinch and pull. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Scorn Dios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. <laughs> It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. I think the next level really is all about winning. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much a 500 quarterback in my career so far, and I don't think uh, that's where you want to be, and that's not you know why you um, you know are, are brought in or, or people are excited about you. So um, if I don't play well, if I don't have gaudy statistics, but we win multiple playoff games this year, the narrative will be I went to the next level. And I may not walk off the field every day feeling like I did, but if we win, that's the life of a quarterback is, is you are at the next level. And if I have my best year yet in 2019, but we're 8-8, eight and eight, I didn't go to the next level. That was Kirk Cousins, a very open and honest and transparent Kirk Cousins at OTAs today. This is Mackie and Judd with Rami, our number two on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com. All sorts of foolishness scheduled this hour at 520. In other news, and we wrap with Roycey, Patrick Roycey joins us at 540. But Judd, you were there, standing in front of the open, honest, and transparent Kirk Cousins. Yes, I was. Was this different than what you've seen from this guy in the past, or... More of the same. So I've been on record for quite some time now as saying the persona of uh, Kirk Cousins is that of the corporate quarterback because he seems incredibly polished. Um, I think what we saw today after, by the way, gents, an offensive practice that <clears throat> left something to be desired. This is going to be a work in progress. I think what we heard today were the words of a guy who realized that when he went up to a microphone uh, throughout the course of the 2018 season, often postgame, his answers weren't exactly the right ones. Uh, so this is him, to his credit now, and I think with a little help from his friends probably, trying to be more self-aware about who he is, because he's right. He's paid a lot. He's an instrumental a part of this team, but he is at this point in his life a 500 quarterback without a playoff win on his resume. And so I think what we heard today was a, a guy who is attempting to show us that he learned some he learned some things from last year and that he is attempting to paint a portrait that's accurate of himself but as as I told Collar uh, during Purple Daily it's one thing to do it in June because there's no pressure in June yeah there it's it's you know there's no wins and losses decided in June things are very calm and it's an, another to take what he's saying today into October or November. And do we hear the same thing, the same self-aware person at that point? And it becomes very important to me that 
if this is the new Cousins and this is the consistency that we're going to see and he can carry this through, that's fantastic. But I am not willing to sit here right now in June and and anoint him as a different person. He's trying to prove that I think he is a little bit. My question is, have you now found a consistency where when the season starts and things inevitably go wrong, because they often do, that this keeps up? He is, uh, I, I love, first of all, the self-awareness. And even if it's pretend self-awareness, it's better than just like throwing your teammates under the bus and not taking responsibility. Because, and there are some guys like Andrew Luck who goes even further. Now, Andrew Luck, that, that team now has a front office and they're good. But there was a period where Andrew Luck was the only good thing in the Colts organization. And he yeah. would still fall on every grenade after every game. Right. Like, we know you have a bad offensive line. We know that they just traded a first-round pick for Trent Richardson. And you have no defense and your front office is idiotic. But... Cousins is kind of the opposite. He'll fumble in a game, and instead of saying, I just have to hold, I, yep, that's completely on me, the world knows that your left tackle got trucked and you got blindsided. But you don't need to say that. You don't need to say that to the to the locker room, to the fans. So I've I've always wanted two things from him. Thing number one is go up there and own it like a leader. Go up there and show the locker room and show the fans and show everyone, yeah, like I can I can put all this on my shoulders and make, $30 million a year, and uh, even if I have to lie a little bit and cover up for someone else's shortcomings, I'm all for that. And the other thing that's just really, really interesting about him, if you didn't watch a single game in 2018 of Kirk Cousins, if you just look, forget about the record, too, just look at his personal statistics. 70% completions, career high among the league leaders, right? 4,300 yards passing. 30 touchdowns to 10 interceptions and a passer rating of just a tick under 100, you'd say, wow, that's that's one of the top six or seven quarterbacks in the NFL, right? You guys ever watch those shows on uh, like HGTV or those those house flipping shows? Yeah, girlfriend loves them. And I love them too. It's just like you, you go on a marathon run and and on the outside, some of these houses... They look amazing, right? They're huge, lawn, everything. And then you go in and it's like there's a dead camel in the uh, closet or something. <laughs> or like there's a there's that snakes in the story. sink, right? The old dead camel. <laughs> oh, man. Like there's bodies or something. And, and you, but you go in, when, when, you, when you open the door and you peel back the layers, it's like, whoa, got to put a lot of work into this thing. On the outside, Kirk Cousins is a 4,300-yard, 70% completion, 30-10 to 10 touchdown interception ratio, 100 Passer rating quarterback. On the outside, it looks amazing. On the inside, he fumbles all the time. He's worse on third down by far than he is on first and second down. He can't win in prime time, and he doesn't beat good teams. So, how do you close that gap? How do you, you know, how do you take some of these numbers and instead of them just being against the Lions in the in the second half or whatever, like how do you spill those numbers over into prime time, into good opponents, and into third down? Like that's. But this, that's what I want for him. That's what he's always been. I mean, you're not going to change his stripes at this point. The dude is who he is at this stage in his career. I would argue that in can, today's NFL, you can change more after the age of 30 as a quarterback than you in, can prop him up a little bit. Sports. I think that they've done a good job of putting him in a better position to succeed with the Gary Kubiak hire, with using your first couple of picks on an offensive lineman. I think they've done a better job of putting him in the best position he can be in to succeed, but. I wouldn't expect a dramatic uptick in Kirk Cousins' production or or a, a dramatic change in in his profile as a player at this stage in his career. Is I don't 
Does that happen? Has that happened? That's what they're trying to, to do, though. Spielman came out and basically said, um, through things like the use of uh, play action more often in 2019, that we are trying to prop him up. I think that's exactly what they're that's trying to do. a novel concept. I think that's what through they're the trying to do. Through the use of play, play action. action. We're going to do this new thing. Well, it's he, called faking a handoff. Yeah. It's going to be great. And here's we the, think it's allowed under the rules. <laughs> and here's what, I, here's what I didn't know until today. I, I assumed that the Kubiak offense was basically an extension of what Cousins ran in Washington. And so that he he was the one guy that ba- that would go into training camp or this camp with a full knowledge of this thing, and he admitted he, he doesn't have it. He's like, I know some of this, but not the whole thing. And so this is this is going to take patience. This is uh, going to take some time. Here's some more from from Kirk Cousins. There's all we have all kinds of stuff on scorenorth.com too from Judd from Collar. There's a couple Beyond the Score videos up, and I just saw part of Kirk Cousins' press conference posted to our Twitter account right now, at Score North. This is Kirk Cousins talking about uh, the fumble problem, too, from the last... And it's not just last year. Kirk Cousins is averaging over 10 fumbles per year the last four seasons. Well, you know, the fumbles come to mind. I just think that um, what, what came out, they said, was that what you had was you had fumbles lost. They said your actual fumbles were pretty on par. Which, again, you want to be in the lower half of the league, right? So to be on par still isn't good enough. But they said the problem is is yours were lost. You know, the other team recovers them, whereas some guys will fumble and they'll fall on it or an lineman will fall on it or whatever. So they said the key is if you fumble, you can't lose it. You know, and, and so those are good statistics to have. And then you go back and you look with your coaches at what are the fundamentals that I can change to prevent what those numbers are, are saying. So is he going to get into a team meeting and say, listen, guys, it's about the fumbles lost Got to prevent these fumbles lost, so I'm going to need you to just be quicker jumping on the loose balls for me. So actually. just a heads yeah. up, I might drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's a total possibility. Be ready to fall on it. Yeah. <laughs> that answer, though, you guys, see, I think that's just him, though. I I sense that accepting re- true responsibility for shortcomings with Kirk Cousins is extremely difficult for him. He just told us, I fumble. That's not the problem. The problem is when I fumble and we don't recover said fumble. Think about that for a second. Yeah, the, the, core, no, you're the a cor- core problem you're here is the fumble. Fum- you're a yeah. chronic fumbler. And the problem and the problem is and and th- this of course is not an area he's going to go in, I think is what do the great quarterbacks who are aware in the pocket do? It they they don't have to be fast. But they shift around, right? They sense pressure. They feel the pressure. They feel the pressure. Watch him play. I'm sorry, he does not feel the pressure. And that was true again today. That was true when I watched him yesterday. And that will be true in November. But don't you guys think that he just has a real problem? That answer to me is indicative of the problem that he has accepting responsibility for his shortcomings. You know, what's, here's the weird thing. When you accept responsibility, you take the power away from people to criticize you, right? Correct. It's yeah. the end of it's the end of Eight Mile that movie with Eminem. It's a, he literally just at the spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. He spends the last four minutes of the rap battle just insulting himself and saying, "Here, I know what you got to say against me." And he tosses the other dude the microphone. Like there's nothing to say. So for for people who are driven crazy in sports, GMs, coaches, quarterbacks by criticism, if they think that there's unfair criticism, all you have to do is own it. Really, if you own it and like the fumble thing, I get what he's trying to say. He's trying to, he's like, he's explaining the study. And so I, I get it. But it kind of comes off as, 
Oh, people need to do a better job of recovering yes. my fumbles. <laughs> That's exactly how it comes. Or is up. he going to practice like recovering his own fumbles? But, wouldn't, I don't but know. wouldn't you just say, "I've got to clean that up"? I got to hang on to the ball. Yes. I got to do a better job of hanging on to the football. Yes. yes. So, yeah. So Tom Brady again is the cream of the crop, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. The okay, Aaron Rodgers, Joe, Joe Montana. It's not Joe Montana. John Elway. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's that game show sound? Yeah, where are you going? <laughs> do we? You really want to do this? Hold on. Let me finish this point. Okay. And then you can deliver All right. your. Uh... Okay. Tom Brady, the last four years, has fumbled twenty-two times. Kirk Cousins has fumbled forty times. Yeah. That's not just an accident. No. And that, that's the core of the problem. And. Brady has had some some very good offensive lines, and he's probably had some questionable ones as well. But some of this is sensing pressure and knowing when to eat the football. Mm-hmm. Or throwing it a tick before the guy gets it. It can't always be or, it can't always be the left tackle's fault. Like every time can't be, well, if I only had a Hall of Fame left tackle, I'd be better. Well, everyone would be better. Fumble it closer to yourself and your teammates. So you don't lose said fumbles. <laughs> That's something you could work. Anyway, out where are practice. you going with this? Yeah, okay. Where does Tom Brady rank for you? Where is Tom Brady? He's maybe in my top five. What? what? He's maybe in my top five. I don't count rings, man. I I don't just what? count rings. I don't count rings. You know, he's the best quarterback. So who's the best quarterback? I flip flop. I flip flop, but it's never Tom Brady or Joe Montana. So who is it? What? Steve Young. Brett Favre. It's not Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. You can't I say told Brett you, Favre is better than Tom Brady. I, told I love you. You Brett Favre. You can't say Brett Favre is better than Tom Brady. I love Brett Favre, but it say ain't Brett Favre. I'd actually listen to you on a Steve Young. Or I would listen to a Steve Young argument. I would listen to a Steve Young. And maybe Young. Aaron Rodgers before his career is done. I would listen to that. But I will not listen to a Brett Favre. I think argument. if Aaron Rodgers never wins another ring, but continues to put up production like we saw him put up a couple of years ago for another six, seven years... He's the greatest quarterback ever. Okay, but just to backtrack, did you say Brady's not top five? He, I, I said he might be. Might see. I have. I my have a much bigger is, problem with that than always, your number one. My list is always fluctuating. How can Brady not be top and five? And changing. Your blood alcohol level seems to be fluctuating. <laughs> <laughs> my QB list pisses people off, man. I don't. I don't know. I. I just. I don't. Not that I don't put stock or weight in Super Bowl rings. I just don't put as much in it as as other people do. <laughs> Organizations win championships. I mean, like the best restaurants. I don't put a lot of stock into the taste of the food. I just, you know, I just. They're crazy. In other news is coming yeah, up that's when true. we come back here. But Mackie and Judd with Rami on the All New Score. In other news. That's right. Middle of the week, middle of the show. We like to take a break from the hard-hitting sports talk. We bring you here on Score North and Mackie and Judd with Rami and bring you some of the more lighthearted news from around uh, the world. Sometimes in the world of sports, but often outside of the world of sports and almost always from Florida, which is where we start today's Another News. Of course, of course it's Florida. Two recent drug cases in the Tampa area are unusually noteworthy, even by Florida standards. In one, a passenger in a vehicle stopped for an alleged traffic infraction had a white powdery substance on his nose that tested positive for cocaine. According to an item posted Monday to the Facebook page of the Hillsbury County Sheriff's Office, Fabricio, which is a great name, Tueros, 
Jimenez, 20 years old, of Newport Ritchie, was charged after deputies also found 250 grams of marijuana and 13 Xanax pills in a backpack, the sheriff's office said. This sounds like me going on a flight. Jimenez was arrested without (laughs) incident, but he attempted to tell the deputies the cocaine on his nose was not his. The posting. It was my cousin's. <laughs> there was no information about who Jimenez indicated the drug may have belonged to. A picture accompanying the Facebook posting showed flecks of white substance covering the nostrils of the person officials identified as Jimenez. Then, in a separate Facebook posting Tuesday, the same sheriff's office said it found six grams of methamphetamine mixed with a man's side order of hot, fresh potato wedges. <laughs> This is the Facebook post. I'd like an order of potato wedges with a side of meth during a traffic stop. Team HCSO learned the passenger in the car, James Simpson, had an active warrant for FTA possession of drug paraphernalia from Polk County. When our deputy searched our car, searched the car, he found six grams of methamphetamines inside a container mixed with his hot, fresh potato wedges. Mr. Simpson has been charged with possession of a controlled substance. I know potato wedges are good, but are they a controlled substance? Honestly, potato wedges are my drug. <laughs> yeah. Why is that not enough? A little crispy on the outside, yes. a little burnt oh, on the outside. Tender on the inside, oh, like yeah. flaky and tender. Oh, man. Yeah, inject that into my body. Why wouldn't that just be enough for the guy? Stop at potato wedges, dude. Yeah, man. That's amazing. That's a great story. <laughs> All right. In other news. In other news. This is from CNN.com. CNN Business. Instead of simply asking kids to eat dressing or pretending the age-old condiment bears the hallmarks of a dessert staple, Heinz Kraft, or Kraft Heinz, I guess, has introduced salad frosting with the sweet tooth invoking word right there on the label. But here's the catch. Salad frosting is just a slim tube of ranch dressing labeled so parents can trick their kids into happily eating their vegetables. Quote, kids will eat anything with frosting, right? The company states in a new press release. It's a match made in dinnertime bliss. So they just, they rebranded. They rebranded, they rebranded ranch dressing, dressing into frosting. Have we become that lazy as a society where parents now are just punting and trying to act like there's frosting on vegetables? Whatever happened, That's exactly what's happening here. What yeah. what, eat your vegetables. Say? Yeah, like what you're, is, whatever yeah. happened, you're not getting up from the table yes. until you've eaten your vegetables, mister. Whatever happened to that? I mean, Pink Floyd got a song out of it. Right. Also, how dumb... You can't have your pudding if you don't <laughs> eat your meat. <laughs> yes. Right, yes. yeah. I mean, come on, what are we doing? Also, how dumb are your kids <sighs> if they think putting frosting on vegetables is a good combination? And by the how- way, this sounds good. As ranch dressing, I like this I was idea. Say, how I'll dumb are your this. kids that they don't just like ranch dressing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if my parents are like, "Yeah, we'll pour some dressing on these vegetables," I'd be like, "That's awesome." Yeah, exactly. Why the dressing need- should be enough? You shouldn't have to fool them into thinking it's into thinking it's frosting. It's got calories. It'll make you fat. Who cares? Yeah. It's great. But like as a kid, there's a reason why uh, old P Mac doesn't have quite the six pack that uh, he hopes. I used to. Hidden Valley was definitely oh, uh, man. in play for almost every Please. meal. Please. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so as a kid, I'm trying to think back if we were having salad and if I were given two choices, you could put, you got to eat your salad, Philip. You can put frosting or Hidden Valley Ranch dressing on it. Ladder. It's a no-brainer. Give me that dressing. Jonathan, you're the only parent here. How do you handle the uh, 
Eat your vegetables. He doesn't. Dilemma at your house. He doesn't get any of his toys. He doesn't get up from the table Boom. until he eats. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Good for you. You don't trick him into thinking you're giving him frosting. No, he's got a booster seat at the table that has a buckle on it. We buckle him up, and if he doesn't eat his vegetables, he doesn't get up. You belt him in. Strapped yeah. in there, Mister. Oh, yeah. You're, you're like going the, nowhere. Problem is, he's too smart and now knows how to unbuckle himself, so the little turd can mm. get out himself mm. if we're not watching. You're like the Tibbs of parents. <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Screaming it totally. You think you like appetizers? Tom Thibodeau doesn't just like appetizers. He loves them. We're looking to add wings. I had to fire that. I had to fire that. Oldie but a goodie there. Tibbs and food gets brought up. Oh, man. A man in Pinellas Park, in Florida, of course, was arrested after he allegedly poured ketchup on his girlfriend in the wee hours of the morning while accusing her of infidelity, <laughs> according to a report on Newsweek.com. The article features a link to the arrest report posted on thesmokinggun.com, which states that Peter Jacob Wegman, 37, quote, actually and intentionally um, touch or, stri- or strike the victim, his girlfriend and cohabitant of 11 years, against will of said victim, to wit the defendant poured ketchup on the victim as she was sleeping in bed. Wait, that's his revenge? His revenge for you cheated on me and ruined our relationship is, and now no, he, I'm going to pour ketchup on you. The arrest report then states, because there's oh. an arrest report, he was arrested, states the victim woke to having the condiment poured on her while Wegman allegedly said, that's what you get, while calling her a vulgar name. Wegman denied, of course, the incident, according to the report, but the arresting officers noted Wegman had ketchup on his pants. He was arrested on the morning of June 2nd, 2019, and charged with domestic battery. It's like the guy who had cocaine on his nose and was trying to deny it. Except this is a waste of ketchup, which makes me disgusted. (laughs) Maybe he thought it was a chicken Caesar wrap in bed. (laughs) That's That's what you get for being a chicken Caesar. That's your problem with it? That he wasted ketchup? Why would you pour ketchup out? That's what I would say to a hot dog if I put ketchup on it. Be like, that's what you get if I was angry at the hot dog because be that's torture to a hot dog. <laughs> Jonathan seems to disagree with your hot dog take over there. It's literally just like gobbled up meat from the leftover parts of a yeah, pig. Why are you eating tortured? garbage hot dogs? What kind of hot dogs are you eating? Vienna beef? Only the best? Go into this temple. The FBI made public 22 documents from its records archive on Wednesday, revealing that it once opened an investigation into the possible existence of Bigfoot in the 1970s. Federal investigators opened the probe in response to a request from Peter Byrne, an Oregon Bigfoot hunter who spent decades trying to prove that the hairy mythical creature was real, according to the newly released records. Quote, will you kindly, to set the record straight, once and for all, inform us if the FBI has examined hair, which might be that of a Bigfoot, when this took place. If it did take place, what the results of the analysis were, Byrne wrote in a letter dated August 26, 1976. Please understand that our research here is serious, that this is a serious question that needs answering. About Bigfoot. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot? No! Do you? Absolutely. Are you surprised by that? <laughs> what? How do you bl- Are you surprised that he does? 
<laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I'm just not surprised you do. Well, you're going to be disappointed, Jonathan, because the FBI said it analyzed 15 identified hair and tissue samples for the sake of scientific inquiry at Burns' request. The mysterious animal in question turned out to be of the deer family, according to the FBI. The deer family. I'm okay. sorry. The answer was deer family. Bigfoot's fun, but he don't exist. Burn is now 93. Says he still has no doubt that Bigfoot is real. Quote, I was in it full time, seven days a week, Burn told CNBC in an interview Wednesday, guy. referring to his earlier Bigfoot hunts. Right now, I'm still active, but it's a hobby for me now. It's always been a hobby for you, dude. That was This was never a real thing, okay? If Bigfoot was real, we'd have found Bigfoot by now. I don't even know how there's a show called Finding Bigfoot as if you we're going to find out about it on the show Finding Bigfoot. If we're Big- still finding civilizations of humans that we've never seen before. Why do you think why do you think Bigfoot couldn't exist? So he's in uh what's that dude's name who's on Finding Bigfoot? The he's he's in Bobo's backyard. Watch. Maybe. He's in Bobo's backyard is what you're show. telling me. The show's goofy. I don't watch that show. In other news. In other news, <laughs> it was a deer. Okay. Still exists. This is from uh, Mirror.uk. A teenage girl had more than a hundred tiny bubble tea balls wrapped in her stomach after downing too many cups of her favorite drink. A 14 year old was dashed to the hospital after suffering constipation and a bad appetite for five days. <laughs> Scans found the patient, known by a pseudonym uh, Xiao Shen, had failed to digest 100 tiny dark tea bubble balls. What? Which helped seen form the no. uh, bubble tea. I'm not, no. Uh, the, her stomach was an abdomen were bulging. Her stomach, intestines, and other things had been saturated <laughs> with the tapioca balls. The beverage, popular in East Asia, normally contains tea milk and dozens of these small balls known as pearls or boba. Bomba. They, they are extracted. Bombas. It's like, it's like bombas. Bombas. They are extracted from the dried roots of the cassava plant native to South America and usually taste bland and have a chewy texture. And she apparently loves them. Have you ever had a bubble tea? I've Never seen people drinking these bubble teas. Where do you get these things? You're, are you supposed to eat the... That's what I've always wondered. I don't think you're supposed to eat the actual... Then what's, what's it doing in there? It's not ice. Well, you put it... Like when you have a regular tea, you put the, you put the bag in... But you know that you're not supposed to eat or drink the bag. <laughs> you're not? Well, tell that to this gal. What a moron. I'm so confused right now. I got one more. <laughs> I just had a vision that I won't share. Oh, the whole thing. That whole thing went down a path, Rami, that I had a lot of visions. Fortunately, I moved on from all of them. <clears throat> just the tea bag coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is happening? Why? Whoever broke into a Massachusetts man's home last week didn't take a thing. They did, however, leave the house spotless. Nate Roman tells the Boston Globe a credible story that when he returned to his Marlboro home from work May 15th, he could tell a stranger had been there. Nothing was missing, but the 44-year-old Roman noticed the beds were made, the rugs were vacuumed, and the toilets were scrubbed. They even crafted orga- origami roses on the toilet paper rolls for this guy. 
He called the experience weird and creepy and contacted police. Sergeant Daniel Campbell said that the department had had not heard of similar episodes and that there are no suspects. Roman said he may have left his back door unlocked. Whoops. He thinks perhaps a housekeeping service went to his home by mistake. See, that's the kind of robber that I want to be. I hope it wasn't a <laughs> housekeeping service. I hope it was someone who just breaks into people's dirty houses and cleans them from top to bottom. That would be awesome. And makes little origami shapes. I'd be so happy. Leave a mint on the pillow. Yeah. How great would that be to get home? I would not call the cops. I wouldn't even call the cops. That's what I was just going to say. I'd be say. like, this is fantastic. You know well, what? You wouldn't come, like, if you took a little something, I'm almost okay with it. As long as you didn't take the TV. <laughs> if you helped yourself take a little some something. Take some silverware, a little something. Some jewelry. Yeah. Dawn's got plenty. Take some shoes. My, you know what? Take my pillows. <laughs> Take some of those godforsaken <laughs> pillows from my house. Oh yeah, you have an abundance of pillows. I was gonna say, not my pillows. I love my pillows. Not me. I have but too now many pillows. you have way too many pillows. They're not my uh, pillows. That is in other news. <laughs> Weekly uh, dive into the non-sports stuff. Save. It looks like you might have a couple for next week. Let's I save. had so much. This Let's week. save. <laughs> it's crazy. Let's save them because we're gonna wrap with Roycey when we come back here. Mackie and Jub with Rami on the all-new Score North and Score North mobile app. Uh, over at LutherBrookdaleToyota.com right now. I love just perusing around, even though I'm into uh, a brand new RAV4. love the experience. love the, the Entune system. Apple CarPlay gives easy access to the Score North app, for instance, and uh, all the apps on your phone, safety features. So I'm in a new 2019 RAV4 XLE. Couldn't love it anymore. It's going to be amazing for the next few years. But if you go to LutherBrookdaleToyota.com and check out the pre-owned inventory section, you're going to find some incredible deals on uh, slightly used cars that still have maybe up to 200,000 miles left in their lifeline. Uh, in fact, there's a reason why 80% of Toyotas that were on the road 20 years ago are still on the road today. They're durable, and you also have great service departments like the one on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard that can uh, get you through the miles and get you through the years. My family's been going for 30-plus years. There's a reason why we don't look elsewhere. You'll have the same experience we do. 694 Brooklyn Boulevard, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Thank you, Jonathan. All right, we wrap with Roycey every day here on Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Pat, we're just going to keep throwing reckless speculation questions at you because there is a Ken Rosenthal article today on The Athletic that uh, strongly hints with what we guess is probably some information that he's disguising as his own opinion Twins and Trevor Bauer. Um, how much does he do for you, Trevor Bauer? I'd take him. I'd I'd love to have him. I think he's just, he's. I don't think he's disruptive to a clubhouse. I think he's just a goofball, and everyone will appreciate that and kind of let him sit over there and be strange. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, the thing about him is, he says he will only take a one-year contract for the rest of his life, right? So he's got the bet with the what, what's the that the guy can shoot him. What can the guy do to him? Shoot him in the groin with a paint gun. Point blank range. If he ever signs more than a one year contract, so you know you could you know bring him in here and whatever he wants for one year next year, you give it to him, right? That might and, be better uh, for the Twins. Yeah, they could just go year yeah, year to year. Yeah, because yeah, they, they they don't have any money obligated at all. You know, basically uh, now they're going to have to they're going to have to start obligating it here pretty soon with the Prios and Rosario and guys like that to, to try to get ahead of the curve here. But uh, oh, I take him, no doubt about it. And I think I think the better chance you have to win, the better he's going to pitch. I, I think he's that kind of guy, don't you? Hmm. 
plus plus you could kind of bring him in here and uh, you know he basically started pitching analytics. <laughs> you know, he's the guy that invented all this crazy stuff about spin rate. And I mean, that he became one of the first guys to adopt all those things. And, uh, you know, he was way ahead of the curve on that stuff. So, yeah, I'd take him in a minute, that's for sure. Hey, Especially if I could get any kind of a – but I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to give you any kind of a guarantee that he'll sign with you if the money's the same. He's not going to tell you nothing, I don't Who's his agent? Anybody know? I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. What do you think it would cost the Twins to get Bauer from Cleveland? Eh, a couple good ones. You know, a couple of your, uh, you know, the trouble is now with their pitching prospects, their best one's got a bad shoulder, Gratterall, so I, I don't know who's, you know, they'd want some pitching, that's for sure, a couple of your kids, but I don't know. Do they have any beat on pitch? I guess that Duran maybe in the, and uh, uh, you know, a couple other guys. It, it cost you plenty. It cost you more than Bat Bomb, obviously. So, uh, but yeah, I'd take him if I could get him. That's for sure. I know. You know, Falby's got to know him really well, doesn't he? And it must think if, if the rumors out there uh, that Falby must be all in on him. So we'll see. Another piece but, uh, of uh, reckless speculation that was thrown out there today was Glenn Perkins saying he'd give up Royce Lewis for Noah Syndergaard. Would you go that far for Noah Syndergaard? Evan just. Yep. I'd, with all the middle infielders they have floating around, I'd, uh, you know, on Royce, Royce Lewis uh, uh, having a hard time in A-ball, I definitely would. Or double, is he double A or A-ball? A-ball still. No, A-ball, yeah. A-ball right? Yeah, and he's... Uh, he doesn't have the perfect swing, you know. He's an athlete and a good guy, and he wants to work out at it. But uh, he's, uh, you know, because of that swing, I think he's fifty-fifty. I mean, he'll make it, but whether he'll be a. And then the other thing right now is you got your, as it turns out, you got your shortstop for three years. A lot of us thought that uh, Blanco was going to have to be moved because we we look at shortstops traditionally and. You don't have to look at him that way anymore. He's perfectly fine the way you play in the field now. So they don't have to go find it. I mean, they got this guy for three years. They got Wander Javier. They got uh, other shortstop prospects. I, uh, I I think that I'd trade him in a heartbeat for Noah Syndergaard. Yes, no no problem. All right, I uh, we love the Twins, and uh, I hate to pull our attention from the Twins, but I got to get I got to get your selfishly your U.S. Open preview here, Patrick. Your Pebble Beach preview. Well, I was just writing a piece about having covered the greatest sports performance I ever saw in 2000, which was Tiger winning the U.S. Open by 15, uh, which is uh, some amazing stuff I looked up. (laughs) You know that in the previous 10 years, uh, the total margin of victory in the U.S. Open was 10 strokes, and he won by 15. Uh, Another thing I saw that I didn't realize when he won, as a 21-year-old kid, when he won the Masters, his average driving distance was 322 yards in 1997. Gosh. Which means he was hitting a 380, right? Yeah. And the next closest was 20 was 25 yards behind him. So if you want to know uh, one of the uh, reasons he's, uh, you know, not, not what he used to be in addition to age and physical problems is they used to hit a 30 yard 25 yards further than everybody and now guys hit it further than them but my prediction i don't know 
Uh, I think everybody's probably on the Rory bandwagon after last week, but these are two do- totally different golf courses. I don't think Rory's going to win on a really, really tough golf course, which Pebble Beach will be. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I think, you know, nobody's ever won three in a row, and this Kepka. These majors bring out the best in him. I, I wouldn't bet against him. I bet nobody's won three in a row. But there's there's 15 of them that uh, you could, uh, you know, think about. And uh, I, I think it's wide open. Uh, I would guess the odds are very long against Tiger, though, on a grueling course for, uh, for 72 holes. All right, sir. Game seven. Bruins Blues tonight. Who you got? Well... Everybody's saying Bruins, so probably the Blues. <laughs> yeah. You know, home, home right. ice means nothing in the NHL. I'd like to see St. Louis win it, I guess, that uh, never having won it, uh, that would be uh, that would be uh, kind of fun. And uh, uh, But uh, I don't know. It's 3-2, to two, Judd. You know, it's 3-2. to two. Here's the worst part, it's Pat. Gonna be, it's going to be 2-2 two to two with eight minutes to go, and then some fuck will hit somebody in the ass and go into that, and somebody will win. <laughs> but but you, you know, know what the worst part is? All That's not the worst part, Pat. The worst part is it's June 12th, and they're still playing. That's the worst part. Yeah. That's the part I don't they actually. They actually are getting as long as the NBA now. They used to be like they did a week earlier, but they, they're dragging that baby out now, that's for sure. That's for sure. But uh, I don't know. Now, somebody suggested that uh, they're going to probably have uh, Big Poppy from the hospital bed at Mass General say, go Bruins on the tape, but I don't know if he's up to that. Well, who's what the social it? media intern that has to make that ask inside the hospital room? <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Poppy? Well, I, don't, I don't know. There's some stories out today from the Dominican police that uh, this wasn't random. No, it was, it was $7,800 reportedly paid to... The guy who pulled the trigger, which Five explains rush, right? why it was a botched hit. They yeah. went bargain. They went bargain bin shopping yeah, for a hitman. And, and the other, and the guy that drove him fell off the motorcycle. You know, they they, you know, listen. If this is the number one drug lord in uh, in the Dominican Republic, he's got better help than this, right? That's what I thought. I think. You know, you, you, you know, come on. You know, I, I know that, uh, you know, drug lords need better help than this, but I, I don't know. What do you think? I have no idea what it is, but, uh, you know, if, if it was really in a, a full-blown assassination, wouldn't it have been in the back of the head? That's what I was thinking, but, yeah. Instead of the stomach, is it a warning? I, I don't know. What but if you only pay $7,800, what you get? don't expect the guy to do the job right, is what I'm saying, Pat. Well, I think if, uh, I think Pappy has spending a lot more time in his Miami and Fort Myers homes than he uh, and won't be going back to Santa Domingo that often. So after this, but let's just hope he makes it because there's still a possibility of infection. I'm glad he's in Mass General and it's not still in uh, Santa Domingo. So, uh, how do you feel about all of the hubbub surrounding a 13 to nothing U.S. women's soccer win yesterday? I think we should throw him out of the MIAC. Take him to the curb yeah, like St. Thomas. Yeah. I love the, uh, well, it, it, what it does is proves the folly of people getting excited about this. There's like three countries that take women's soccer seriously. And for us to make a big deal out of it is, you know, we got the, we got, we got more play women playing soccer in the United States than they got in the rest of the world combined, for God's sakes. 
it's uh, the, the thing's been a joke from the start. It's still a joke, and they might lose to Norway one to nothing or something like that if they have a bad day. But it's virtually impossible for the U.S. not to win the Women's Gold Cup and to beat Thailand. Uh, the one thing I did see is what, where was the bar that gave free drinks for every goal? Miami. Miami. There was a bar in Miami. Free shots. Free shots for every goal scored. There might have been some hammered. uh, But but if you're sitting there watching a women's soccer game uh, and be excited and chanting USA, USA, you're a damn fool. Okay? uh, Let me tell you that. You're a fool. It means nothing. This is just a useless excuse for, uh, you know, entertainment. And there's no balance to it whatsoever. Yeah. Pat, that's, that's, off, that's awfully, what I think. awfully un-American. Free shots? I don't know. That's, that's a pretty good it. deal. Yeah, if you're cheering for the free shots, uh, yeah. I mean, that's different. Yeah. Are they going to go to, uh, yeah, I mean, all you got to know is that Thailand uh, made it, right? I don't even think they play soccer. They, they've never <laughs> they, made it to the men's they certainly they, they didn't <laughs> no, play a lot of soccer in that game yesterday. <laughs> I'll tell you that. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. Pat, we'll so see you tomorrow. That's what I think. I can't get too upset. All right, I'm All right. at the Twins game, and Tommy Malone pitching. Uh, oh, you got to wow. get here early. Tribute <laughs> video. It's a, someone tweeted me. Are they going to do a tribute video? I said, yes. Tommy Malone. <laughs> Dang. Wow. We're going to have an automatic 3-2 count because Tommy's pitching. Okay, see you. That's it, Pat. <laughs> Tommy Malone. If it was the Wild, they, they would do a sure tribute. Do it. Yeah. Yes, Alex Twi- Tuck got a tribute video. Yes, for God's everyone sake. does. Yeah, they better. I know they're probably busy with all the Joe Mauer tribute videos, but don't forget about Tommy Malone and that one great you, seven inning start that he gave you. The Wild years would ago. do one. Are yes. you really predicting a Tommy Malone tribute video at Target Field tonight? No, okay. but the Wild would do it. Okay, Phil's right. Yeah, all right. The, the Twins are much more self aware than that. I would think. I guess we'll find out. No more. Hope so. I hate them. <laughs> no more tribute videos unless you're a Hall of Famer. You can find and subscribe to our podcast, Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Well, the Scornoth mobile app is a great spot. Apple, Android devices, go to your uh, designated stores for podcasts. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Is that part of the act of pension poll? <laughs> At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.